Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've had a bit to drink. <laughs> Hello, did you have a good break? <laughs> did you find out all those questions we asked about porn? No. You liars, you dirty liars. I uh, just want to say sorry for whoever I just bashed into. I know not my own girth. <laughs> <laughs> I had a boyfriend like that. <laughs> Penis. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is where a whiskey neat... I mean, it's a bobby on the beat. I just filled these up, I don't know. Thank you. It's where some wine from the shop meets an undercover cop. Hey, yo. And it's where drinking so much you're sick meets Chrissy the Dick. <laughs> hey. I mean, very London-centric and slightly out of date. So. <laughs> that was the Emmy Award-winning <laughs> Hannah George. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Okay. <laughs> It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Of life! Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to crack straight on. You know what to expect now. So please welcome to the stage writer, comedian, actor, and mother goose, Lucy Perver! <laughs> Lucy! All right, Lucy! Yay! Yay! Hello, Lucy! Hello, hello! We have one question on this podcast, Lucy, and that is Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes. 
Go on. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> you know when you're really young and you instantly realise you're desperately in love with someone? Do I? <laughs> Anybody yeah, do know you? that feeling? <laughs> there was a boy. I'm not allowed to say names, am I? You could change the name or give him a nickname. There was a boy called... Um, Sexy Pants. Uh, what should I call him? Kevin Boyer. There was a boy called... Nice boy. Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I weirdly remember, so vividly, he used to wear a a very pastel yellow polo shirt, and I was just like... (laughs) I mean, I was obsessed with him. (laughs) Anyway, he obviously grew up to be a man at some stage. (laughs) And I didn't... I lost touch with him. But he... um, my mum ran a village shop and we had the door open so that we could... I mean, it was very laid back in the countryside. We kept the door open so we could see if a customer was there. We were like, oh, there's a customer. I need to go and serve them. Oh, <laughs> that's lovely. So obviously he turned up one day and just robbed us. <laughs> no! Ben Affleck! Baby Ben Affleck, but he was a teenager. And oh, I remember shit. watching him run into the shop and being like, oh, my God, it's... The man of my dreams. My, my own Ben Affleck. And then re- seeing that he escaped with handfuls of stuff and then the police came and that was that. Oh, <gasps> wow! You fell for a bad boy. What did he nick? Uh, Chocolate bars? Oh, it's, what we co- it's sweets and eggs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of the episode, immediately. <laughs> sweets and eggs. Sweets and eggs, isn't it? It's sweets and oh, eggs and shandy, Lucy. maybe. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. A shandy bass. Is that a crime? I think so. That's 100%. Like, did it make you like him more or did it put you off him? It put me in a crisis is what it did. <laughs> <laughs> it really made me question my allegiance because obviously I was still obsessed with him. He would only got better with age. Oh. oh. Did the polo shirts get bigger and more yellow? Weirdly, in my head, I remember him having his top off doing it. <laughs> The witness testimony of you in the... And I don't know if I've just imagined that as I, like, <laughs> he's such a bad boy. <laughs> or if he genuinely did have his top off and it was the summer. It's, it's, it's like, that yeah. is possible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> British boys take their shirts off when it's, like, 13 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> he probably had his fucking shirt up. Look at my pasty chest. I don't work out. Oh, man. That's that a British <laughs> accent. <laughs> Look at my pasty chest, I don't work out. Do you know, there was, there was one summer... Don't cheer that. I, d- I, I, was, I thought I might be with you, Hannah. I wasn't with you. I think I was with my other friend. Um, uh, who who the fuck were you with? <laughs> anyway, we were on the South Bank and there were these men with their shirts off just splashing around in the tent. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Lovely. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> that is peak British man, isn't it? Anyway... This is one of the worst... Whereabouts on the Thames? <laughs> <laughs> I've turned into filth. I've just had... I've necked two glasses of Prosecco because of what it's just called. <laughs> <laughs> and then and I'm here on stage, so sorry if I say bad things. It's, all, it's a safe space. Right. <laughs> that will be listened to by thousands and thousands of people, just so you know. It's fine. 
Okay. But they're all very safe. <laughs> this is genuinely the one of the worst endings to a crush I've ever heard. <laughs> it's, this is this is brutal. I'd love to find him now. Yeah. Oh, do you think we could, like, on do Facebook? Do you think he's in prison? I can't remember his surname. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because of all those eggs. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, went, he got better at robbing as he got older. He's known as it's the tops egg off, man. get the eggs. <laughs> and he's made a career of it. He'll be so distracted by how hot he is. Oh, God. So what happened? Did your parents call the police? The police definitely came. I mean, did I... they have their shirts off? <laughs> <laughs> the police came, took their shirts off, went in... <laughs> Um, I don't know. Lucy's Adolescence is just this tragic romance novel (laughs) slash detective series. (laughs) Yeah. Now, if anyone comes to my house, I'm like, do you want to take your top off and get some eggs? (laughs) (laughs) Before we go any further. (laughs) It's quite niche. (laughs) So it has affected... Also, I have got eggs, of course. I was just telling you, I've got... uh, they're precious eggs. I've got goose eggs in an incubator at home. It's very on brand for me. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to know. <laughs> and every Sunday I have to put a light under them in the dark to see if they've developed. Oh. Does anyone, anyone, it's quite relatable stuff. Anyone, anyone else got, <laughs> anyone else got goose eggs on the go? <laughs> is this, is this to hatch a, go- a, a goose? Yeah, I bought some geese in the pandemic. <laughs> It's at this stage, I should say, I don't live in London. (laughs) I bought 25 geese. 25? Yeah. Do you know what you're in for? Yeah, but it's like IVF. They're they're dead now. They were Christmas. Okay. Oh, wait. It's not good for vegetarians, is it? I'm so sorry, my friend. Well, now I'm giving them life. And I'm not going to... They're going to stay, I promise. You know, if you had let one of them live, could that one have been sitting on these eggs so that you didn't have to... Here's the the thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's actually very hard to get a goose broody. Does anyone else? Again, relatable stuff. (laughs) It's very hard to get a goose broody, so that's hence the incubator. They don't look after their eggs. This lady's nodding. (laughs) Goose mum? Mother goose? She's just, she said, I'm just trying to support you. <laughs> I do love our audience. It's Thank really love. Thank you for Thank coming, you. everyone. It's female workplace. It's okay. Uh, in my head, you've got some secret incubators at home. You're hiding them. <laughs> and we've got a connection. <laughs> anyway, of course, some of them don't make it. So there's nothing in those ones. But in about 10, it's gone, you know, you can see veins. Ooh. It's okay for you because it's live. <laughs> There's veins, there's uh, heartbeats. It's incredible. It's one of the maddest things I've ever seen in my life. Is this what this podcast's about? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it is I mean, it can be. Yes. Wow. So, this is science. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm just just worried that this is PTSD from the man stealing the eggs. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? You don't have to look far, do you? (laughs) (laughs) Why has she got these eggs in the house? Well, <laughs> yeah, you do, you, you've worked it out yourself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so when do they hatch? When are we coming around? This is the thing. I haven't thought this through. Oh. <laughs> I've been watching YouTube videos, and uh, <laughs> I'm like, can they breathe in there? Also, apparently, it's very traumatic for them to push through the shell. So when they come out, they're, like, floppy, okay. and uh, they're knackered, like a newborn baby. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dav, now of I'm course. getting PTSD. Yes. <laughs> um, so we just have to sort of get a box, get a lamp, keep, keep them alive. Yeah. Op operation keep them alive. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, yeah, and then my d I should say I'm from a farm. <laughs> I grew up on a pig farm. So my dad was like, you've got to be aware they're going to be... All they're going to do is eat and shit. Okay. So it's going to be chaos for that too. I'm supposed to be filming in two weeks as well, so who's going to look after the goslings? I don't know. <laughs> There's going to be a free? website for that. <laughs> yeah. How supportive are you, are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Appa also, apparently the first thing they see is their mum. So This guy? I'll be bringing them to London for the next <laughs> podcast. And you put them in your sink and they swim because they need to be in water. Aww. There was a whole film about this, which was based on a true story that this girl built a, what's it called? Fly Away Home. Fly Away Home, yes. yes. Are you well, Fly Away Home? I'm you? Mrs. Fly Away Home. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think you need to watch that film and okay. be inspired by your own brilliance. Yeah. Thank you. Fuck Ben Affleck. <laughs> what, would yeah. you, what would you say to him now? That's the question. I'd say, have you heard of me, Lucy Goosey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, weird that you haven't put your top back on in all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to come into my house <laughs> and be the father to my geese? <laughs> Do you know what? So many people say that on this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's classic stuff. <laughs> Wow, oh, well, wow. I mean, I feel like we've all gone on a journey together there. That was Thanks, yeah. uh, unexpected. Thank wow. you for sharing that with yes. us. I've Keep got to tell posted. someone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for choosing this time to, to be with us and to solve some crime. Who's up for a true crime? Ooh. So, for today's case, we start, as all good cases do, in a cave in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's 1979, and a couple are in the cave searching for arrowheads. Mm, this they is haven't found... Familiar oh. stuff. Okay. <laughs> Found some geese. Now, <laughs> in this cave, they come across a sack. What do you think? Can is I just in... stop you? Where did you on. get this story from? <laughs> a good question. Do you know what? Good question. And actually, this was in the news quite recently. Because often we'll do a historical case, but this is quite recent. Okay. But it is also historical. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I clue. found this one. I saw this one on uh, BBC News okay. uh, not so long ago. Oh, golly. Um, okay. So 1979. Buzz news. <laughs> they're looking for arrowheads and they find a sack. What's in the sack? What's in the sack? Is it arrowheads? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's a bonanza for this couple. Archaeology's easy. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, sack of. I'm going to go with bones. Ooh. Bones. They've, sorry, again for me. I'm two glasses in. What's happened? <laughs> Just once more for me. They're in a cave. They found a sack. What's in the sack? It's 1979. Oh, so they haven't done anything wrong at this stage. No, no, come on. They're not the criminals. No. Well, or are they? They're not. Okay, <laughs> I'm with you. They found a bag and you want to know, you're asking me what's in the bag. Damn right I am. Uh, eggs. <laughs> Someone just whispered, geese. <laughs> okay. So we got so a, can I have another guess? Go on. <laughs> Crystals? 
<laughs> oh, God, I wish it was crystals. I love crystals. It's a headless torso. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's people clapping. <laughs> Yay! That's very on brand for the Stone Age, isn't it? It was 1979. Oh. Because <laughs> you said cave, because you said cave in my head. <laughs> in my head, it's two cavemen. <laughs> That's why I said, where do you get the story from? And they're writing it down. <laughs> do, you know, do you know much about the 70s? Like, they booked me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. Mate, no. 1979. There are no wrong, uh, there are some wrong answers, but. <laughs> so this headless torso, this comes the historical bit, had clearly been there for about 70 years. Oh. Yeah. So they were unable to identify who this person was and they probably would have been um, murdered because they think it's a murder. He's headless. He's had his arms and legs chopped off. I think it's a murder. Sorry, how, <laughs> I, yeah, how I think it might be. And he's be. in a sack. Did you say 40 years old? 70. Oh, sorry, 70 years old. So okay. he would maybe have been murdered. So he's not hot. <laughs> the torso is 70 years old. Yeah, he's not 70 years I old. Know. So, oh, okay. so probably a 70. 7-0. This is how the yeah. real police work. That's how old the... <laughs> 7-0. I said 7 oh. <laughs> Okay, torso. 19 Are there clothes on it? <laughs> um, that's it really changes things, doesn't it? When you think it's <laughs> Stone Age and then you hear it's 1979, you're just piecing it together. <laughs> it's, um, we'll come back to the clothes. Like a, like a little T-shirt on the torso. <laughs> like a model, like an Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> Mannequin. <laughs> Hannah, can I tell you something? Go on. Yes. Uh, my brother once found something, a very suspicious uh, thing in a bag. Go on, go on. Very heavy with uh, hair coming out. This is a true story. I've got a picture. You won't believe your eyes. <laughs> and uh, he was trying to litter pick in the countryside. Again, things in the countryside are different. <laughs> Don't come to London enough. Anyway, so he'd been litter picking and he found this bag that was so heavy with these like bits of hair. Oh. And he freaked the fuck out, rang me. Obviously, he ring me if something like this happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then next, my dad. So the two sort of primary people, we meet at the bin. <laughs> Everyone's terrified. My dad's like, before you touch it, you need to ring the police. This wow. is relevant, I promise, girls. <laughs> and um, Yeah, it's a sack of stuff. <laughs> you don't have to justify yourself. We, um, we slowly sort of uh, touch the hair. It's, it's definitely like long blonde hair. Oh, <gasps> my God. It was, it was fucking terrifying, actually. And then my dad said, don't, please don't touch it before we've got the police here. I'm thinking, this is going in a sitcom at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever comes out of there. And then um, he said, I'm a big, brave boy. Pulled on the hair, and it was sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> sex doll with a very heavy head and then just inflatable body. <laughs> wow. Oh. Imagine if we called the police. <laughs> <laughs> what had that been... person done to that sex doll that well, they exactly. dumped it in the countryside? On a lay-by. Oh. I'll show you the picture later, it's very good. <laughs> If you do follow us on Instagram, we will be tweeting that. That's not, I, I don't know social media. But thank you for saying that's. Oh my god. That's so that's sort of head off type story. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, Ooh. this is very relevant. This is very relevant okay. because 
Then, in 1991, a hand was found in the same cave. Why they didn't do they a sweep the cave? The cave? <laughs> In the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst game of sort of finders keepers ever. <laughs> Which bits are you going to find next? It's really bad. Yeah. Well, there's no more. It's really <laughs> we bad. We assume, yeah. My question okay. for you is guess who found it? And I'll give you a clue. It's the last person you'd want to find a severed hand. Your dog. <laughs> Your dog. Last person. A child. A child. Ah, uh, that's a good answer. I was going to say Jacob Rees-Mark again. Just, <laughs> why just say goose to everything? <laughs> They're just saying goose to everything. <laughs> I mean, a goose would really fuck about with a severed human hand. And it was, Katie was right, it was an 11-year-old girl. Oh, oh, what a story, though. Again, it's... I know. When you're like, when she goes to uni, she'll be like, guys, guys, have I got a story for you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you. So... Just being topped oh, up. Oh, that's, that's grim. <laughs> they then did a more in-depth search of the cave in 1991. They did not do it in 1979. Um, <laughs> and they found an arm and a leg. So... Why aren't they looking harder? <laughs> <laughs> Don't go, oh, there's the body, never mind, everyone goes home. <laughs> Isn't it worth the other bits? <laughs> which, which, that's my first thought. Really big cave, yeah, what, I guess. What huh? year did they find the new thing? Literally, the little girl's going, head, shoulders, knees, and <laughs> 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 This is in 1991. Oh, so she's found the hand in 91. She's found the hand, and then they find an arm and a leg. And by they, I don't mean, like, oh. her kindergarten. I mean... <laughs> in, in 91, they, they do, do They find all searching. the bits in 91. They find all the bits uh, except okay. for the head. OK. Now... So it's in a lay-by. <laughs> <laughs> They, you, I mean, under normal circumstances, you'd have no chance of identifying who this person was. It was, the corpse was, by 1991 as well, you know, you're talking sort of... Like 100 years old. Yeah, almost 100 years old. But what's interesting about this case and why it was on the Bibbisir was... Sorry, what? The Bibbisir. Oh. What's she uh, saying? I thought she just it. The BBC. for a second. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't know why. It's, it's not a thing that I do, the Bibbisir. I just thought, do you know what, I'll try that out tonight. <laughs> We did need it translated over here. <laughs> <laughs> On the BBC, um, I saw that in 2019, they positively identified this body. Thank you for gasping. Very nice. Huh. How many so, years is that? So, I mean, it, over 100 years. Yeah. Over 100 years old. So this is the oldest identification they've hang ever on, done. Hang on, hang on. 100. Have you got 100? <laughs> Over a hundred. So if in 1979 it was 70 years old, he probably died in maybe 1912, I don't know. But these geese are fucked. Yeah. It's, like, it's like 120 years old, roughly. The body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see how I keep going back to caveman. <laughs> so maths isn't this really was my the thing. oldest body ID in history. Yes. So any idea how they did that? Huh. Is it? Fingernails. <laughs> Fingernails. Oh, they've got a hand. <laughs> I don't think you've gone for nails rather than prints. Prints is better, yeah. <laughs> think, thinking about it, I should. I'm thinking, Did... what's sort of recent but not right, too I've far got, away enough? I've got a theory. I've got a theory. Go on. All right, a descendant was in a DNA bank, 
and they were able to, to go like, oh, you're related to this person. Like long lost they, family. Yeah, they yes. looked back on the family tree and they were like, oh, somebody went missing. Yes, it's a relative of Danny Dyer or something like that. <laughs> 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 okay. Taylor, any advance on... That's my sensible answer. We like it it's... sometimes. Sensible answers. We'll do them and we like them, yeah. actually. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor. Give us some... I think it goes back to the T-shirt that Torso was wearing. I think it oh, said... Oh, that's good, yeah. Idaho High, 1902. <laughs> Go How's a caveman got a T-shirt? <laughs> was it the clothing, though? Was there a, were there bits of clothing that they could identify? We're going to come back to this. Um... Did I say one? Nails. <laughs> Did I say nails? You said, you said nails. Did I say one? <laughs> But what we can I, can I have another go? Go on. Pubic hair. Okay. We've all got it. <laughs> have we? <laughs> I have, like, tons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, probably too much. I don't know. It's, look at what's on her head. <laughs> <laughs> what's she packing? <laughs> Sorry. Don't give me any more of that. Oh, we know each other enough for me You've to say just, that. You've just like basically said, does the curtain match the drapes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm does, sure that's does. not the case at all, is it? I know Toby. <laughs> you do. You do. And you know that... Well, anyway. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Cut that bit out. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to have to go back in time. Not that far to, um, to the Stone Age. We're going back in time to 1870 when... Joseph Henry Loveless was born in Utah. Aww. Oh, Loveless, yeah. I yeah. need a, a timeline. 1870. <laughs> 1870. That's way back. <laughs> it depends on your scale, to be honest. But he is born <laughs> into a family who were the early pioneers of the Latter-day Saint movement. So, okay. yeah, Mormons. If you watch the Book of Mormon, that's how I knew. Oh, okay. Um, so he was a bootlegger. He worked so, for... So he had a little tie on, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he had a little name badge that said, hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really easy to identify him. Um, so they he worked for many gangs in the Utah area. In 1899, he married Hattie Savage, with whom he had a daughter. Wow, Loveless and Savage. Yeah. Is this the corpse? Um, we don't know who the corpse is yet. I'm giving you a bit of background. He's got nominative determinism. Background on who? <laughs> Someone in this story is the corpse. I thought it... <laughs> it's one of us. <laughs> That's the twist. Hattie filed for divorce from Loveless. What do you think she cited as a reason? There were two reasons. Only one hand. <laughs> That is solid. That I is had solid my nails answer. done recently, and I said to her, because two of them had chipped off, I said, can you just do the two fingers? And she was like, OK. <laughs> and then, obviously, the rest of the fingers came off, and then I went, can you just do eight fingers, and is it cheaper? <laughs> she hated it, but she knew she had to give me five pounds off, so... We've got one hand. Loveless what? marriage. Loveless marriage, hey -o. Hey. What? 
put it, wait, it's 19. <laughs> <laughs> Is that code for I'm in a loveless mood? Me. <laughs> Oh it's nine. Blink twice, Katie, if you need our help. <laughs> it was just me getting the joke a second later than the rest of the audience. Oh. I'm um, going to only get everything when I listen back. <laughs> <laughs> what what year are they getting divorced? Nineteen. <laughs> uh, n- and well, they ooh, in 1899 they married. They had a child. Four years later, let's do some maths, guys. Okay, let's do this together. 1903. And so she, so she divorces him in 1903. Yeah, she divorces him. So this him. is unheard of. He's got to have done something terrible. Well, I mean, they do not generally give you a divorce if you're you a woman d- in 1903. Yeah, this is exactly. So he's either killed somebody, or he's in gangsters. But if he's part of the Latter Day Saints, do they have rules about? Do they have lo- Do they have loads of wives or anything? Polygamy. Interesting. Interesting. Couple of wives. <laughs> Do you know what? She cited desertion and non-support of their child. So, actually, okay. quite reasonable. Oh, okay. Yeah, not one hand. <laughs> um, At what stage is his head coming off? <laughs> <laughs> we are getting there. Drunk women solving crime. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So a couple of years later, Loveless married again and had four children with Agnes Caldwell. Uh, in this time, he what was... What's the surname? Caldwell. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's good to just sort of try, listen to it again. Um, so in this time, he was in and out of jail, uh, and mostly because he kept escaping. Uh, one time, he escaped on a particular mode of transport that I thought was quite interesting, like, quite, quite impressive. What did he escape from? Roller skates. (laughs) Roller skates. (laughs) Am I going to say deer? (laughs) (laughs) Say he rode a deer. We saw one, me and my brother, the other day, and my brother, it jumped out of nowhere. My brother went, oh, deer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, So can I stick with deer? You can stick with deer. Stick with deer. We've got deer. We've got roller skates. Roller skates. I'm sticking with. I don't need to answer. Okay. <laughs> it was a moving train. He like oh, stopped. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped a moving train. I don't know really how. Oh, but... he stopped it. I thought he jumped on it while it was moving. No, but he managed to stop it somehow. But... Oh, well, that's not cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> 
so he didn't improve as a husband, uh, I'm afraid to say. And one night, um, he returned from a dance in town, murdered his wife with an axe in front of his eight-year-old child. He, ki- he killed Agnes? He killed Agnes. The mother of four children? The mother of four children. Shit. <laughs> shit. Let me be the first to say, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just caught the train. <laughs> Do you know what? What? It, go on. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what is nice about this story is actually he goes to jail for this. He goes. He goes straight to yes. Yeah. Right. Justice. Justice fucking prevails. He escapes. Yeah. Of course he does. So he escapes. But how do you think he escapes? This time he escapes with something he hides in his shoe. <gasps> it's not his foot. <laughs> What is it? A, a spade. A spade? Okay. okay. A nail file? A nail file. Oh, that's a good guess. Inside a cake that he's put in his a shoe. Key, a, yeah. key? a key? A key? <laughs> Skeleton a key? Thing. It's very logical. He's thought ahead. <laughs> or like a gun that he hid in his shoe that he can just threaten his way out. Gun's with. good. Or safety pin. You know how clever people can... Oh, yeah, like lockpick. Was it a rock hammer, which is designed for shaping and polishing rocks? Yay! (laughs) From the Stone Age. (laughs) I've been known to... Was it butter? And he just slid out... Oh, please let it be butter, shoe butter. Yeah, shoe butter. Nobody's going to get in trouble for shoe butter in prison. (laughs) It was shoe butter. No, it wasn't. It It was... Oh, he had a saw in his shoe. Like, literally. A what? A saw. He had, like, a saw blade. God, this guy is so basic. (laughs) Yeah. So he cut the bars. He cut the bars. You're right, though, isn't it? Like, you expect something a bit better. Yeah. A bit more creative. Like butter. Yeah, yeah. he's so hack. (laughs) Does he accidentally cut his own head off on the way out? Oh, (laughs) jeez. Also, I've never seen a saw that fits in your shoe. (laughs) No offence to him, but I'd love to see it. He worked as a clown. They're normally about that That big, aren't they? That would be good. Metal cutters are very small. Uh, my friend here in the front row said clowns have big feet. Did he have clown shoes on with his saw in? He, d- he had a big but red nose. Oh, go on. Why, why aren't they? He's broken out about four times already. Why aren't they checking his fucking shoes when they put him in there? Yes. Thank you. Katie completely... I mean, literally, literally. They just keep putting him in prison. Yeah. He keeps fucking escaping via they, train. They want him to escape. I. Yes, so... Right? This goes all the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> so... Basic. So at his wife's funeral, one of their children was quoted as saying something about Loveless. What was it? He sometimes hides in a cave. Go and fucking get him. (laughs) (laughs) My God, the first man cave. (laughs) Did not end well. (laughs) How old's the child? Do you know what? I feel like their oldest child was maybe nine at the time. So anything below nine. That's the age I was when I first laid eyes on this boy. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. When you're nine, you know what's going on. <laughs> so it makes sense that this, it unravelled here. Is this where it unravelled, when the nine-year-old spoke up? Well, he just... It's like, in an old case, when someone says anything, they're like, he said something. So it's just yeah. a quote. It doesn't quite unravel it. He's not a man, he's a monster. Ooh. 
nice. That's nice. That's good, right? That's very that's nice. Good. That's good. That'll work in the that's film. Yeah. <laughs> Any advance on he's not a man, he's a monster? That's pretty good, actually. Go on. Come on, Lucy. He killed mummy. Oh, it's yeah. something like that, isn't it? But they already knew that, right? That's why he went. <laughs> Shut up, kid! We already went to trial. <laughs> <laughs> so it just this is the man in the cave with no head, is it? <laughs> I mean, it's not much of a reveal. Yeah, it is. It's him. <laughs> Have I ruined the format? Because <laughs> I'm just trying to work it out here. <laughs> I thought to myself, maybe I'll I'll tease it out of them. <laughs> Sorry, and you're right. It's quite talk obvious. about a bad man. <laughs> But basically, it's how you get from the nine-year-old to here he is in the cage. Cave. <laughs> <laughs> Step into my cage. Cave. T Hannah, tell us what the nine-year-old said. The nine-year-old said, Papa never stayed in jail very long and he'll be out soon. Okay. I, I, I appreciated good. the accent. <laughs> Do you know what? Because in my head, it was in sort of slang. Idaho <laughs> accent. <laughs> What did you say? I didn't know it was American. Did you say it was American? Yeah, I said Utah. She said Idaho. Uh, Utah's in America, by all accounts. The cave was in Idaho. <laughs> I'm Idaho. I said Utah. That's all right. At some point. He was born in Utah. I don't know where that accent was from. I didn't do that much. Wait, and he's a Mormon? All this time? That's not a good Mormon, right? I don't know their rules. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, his family were Mormon. I'm not yeah. sure. I mean, he might have carried it on. From time to time, you know. <laughs> hey, hey. What so, happened next? What happened next is he's escaped, <laughs> and basically a wanted poster goes up immediately because uh -huh. this guy is a murderer, and yeah. the wanted poster described him thus about 40 years, height about five foot eight, dark brown hair, slightly grey around the ears. A bit, a bit harsh, that. Like, he's actually going grey, so. Um, <laughs> Said he lived in Baltimore, but might have lied. Sorry, it just reminded me of this thing in Silence of the Lambs. I'll never get it. <laughs> Eyes bluish brown. Little or no eyebrows. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I think he overplucked that's him in the a, 90s. That's a red flag. Yeah. yeah, it is, isn't it? Something about that guy, is it that he's got no eyebrows? <laughs> yeah, we don't know if he's surprised. We don't know. He's got <laughs> eyebrows, but they just go up to here. <laughs> <laughs> it is such a weird detail. And you can see the proper wanted poster. Yeah. Like you can see it, and it's got this weird sort of... It looks like cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He wore a light-coloured hat, brown coat, red sweater, and blue overalls over black trousers. So... Those are strong choices. Just picture <laughs> that for a second. Okay. My question was, when do you think this escape artist was next seen? Mm. I think Lucy has... Is it in the cage? Cave. <laughs> His torso was next seen in 1979 in a sack in a cave in Idaho. But how did they know it was him? This is a very good question. I've just realised... Uh, no. Go on. Torso. Still got his cock. <laughs> Isn't it? So do you think, like, cock records, like dental records? <laughs> Should be. <laughs> I can bloody identify a few stiffs, am I right? <laughs> Yeah, and I meant to do that actually. That's what I did. What was oh. that? Welcome to the oh, show. Oh God! Is we, that um, first? Wow, oh. that's the first. We've never smashed a glass, and also the glass is still it standing landed. up. It landed straight up. That's pretty cool. Is everyone? Oh, did he? Right? <laughs> that was a crime. <laughs> God, if we did this show in America, like we'd be yeah, sued so fast. <laughs> I mean, I love the UK. Yeah. We have, we have. You guys, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> Hannah, can Bit you do that again? 
bit class. <laughs> I feel like that could have been the ghost of uh, Joseph Henry Lovelace. The okay. ghost of two small round tables with one cloth on it is what that was. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, happening. to be fair, literally. I almost just put my glass down on this crevasse. <laughs> So you've listed all of his clothes, so I'm wondering if there's something about one of those items of clothing that was in the cave that could only be traced back to at least the time. Oh, because that's such specific clothing. Yeah. The, with the light hat and the yeah. red whatever it was. So I that's know. how they found his, his outfit. <laughs> Do you know? Yes, it, it, well, it, essentially it was. It was. It was the fact that he was he was still in the clothes, so they'd like dismembered him in the clothing that he was wearing. Um, so who do you, I'm going to ask you the question. Love the fact we're ignoring like this, like we're all in the uni halls together, <laughs> and we're just like, well, I didn't fucking smash it. <laughs> Someone else get it. Um, we'll sort it. Out. I'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, the point is, yes. So who do you think could have murdered him? That, that, is, that is one of the, the two big questions at the end of well, this Well, one of the other more men that were sick of him dragging down their brand. Okay. Or maybe Agnes Did you say is... more men? <laughs> <laughs> I may have done. <laughs> There's got to be more men around this time. <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, one of Agnes's family members that were Ooh, like... Yes. Sick of this runaround. Agnes's brother. <gasps> okay. Are you saying who found him? Who well, murdered who, no, him? Well, found him oh. and murdered him. Who murdered him? <laughs> Maybe they hmm. wanted him to escape because they just wanted someone to kill him. Interesting. What is interesting as well is thinking about it in the fact. Do you know the answer? One of his children? <laughs> Do you? Do you know what? It is a cold case, so I don't. So. What if it was one of his kids? Annoying. Well, I mean, it is annoying, actually. It is annoying. I've invested a lot here. <laughs> no, we're solving it. It says solving crime. <laughs> we're going to just have to go home thinking who did it. <laughs> Do you know what? What's interesting, in a way, is the thing with the clothing is the fact that the wanted poster went out the next day and he was wearing those clothes. So we know that he was oh, killed within they, maybe yeah, a they week. They must of have him. got him straight away, yeah. So you imagine it's someone close to him. So, yeah, the two ideas is that it's retribution for murdering his wife, yeah. so it's Agnes's family, or potentially the gangs that he was doing business with, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, he was involved. What about in that place? train he kept getting on? Did it cut his head off? <laughs> He stuck his head out going, I'm free! Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was trying to get away and the head came off and that was that. him into a cave. So we've got... I'm on board with this. We've all been blown into a cave. <laughs> <laughs> we've got more men, we've got trains, and yeah. we've got... Who do you think? Uh, I Merchant. said one of his children, but I don't think okay, that's one of his up. children. There's a lot of motives. He's a shithead. Do you know what, Casey? You're completely right. He's, he does not seem like a, a great chap. Um, so it is still op an open case. Um, so we've worked out that it was the clothes that he was wearing that made people, you know, yeah. it made somebody. So it basically is the We've got to send this episode to the FBI. <laughs> I think we've really brought some new stuff to it. So <laughs> basically, it's. <laughs> It's the DNA Doe Project, which is this project in the US, who are amazing because, like, they won't just... I mean, they Thank just... you. <laughs> they just happen to find a murderer this time, but they'll also obviously identify people who have gone missing and where bodies have not been identified. So yeah. this incredible... Um, Did you say DNA project. Doe? 
Doe like a John Doe. Uh, see, D- did you D-O-E. picture a pizza place? Because I did. <laughs> it's yeah, it's bread, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or did yeah. you picture that deer from earlier? <laughs> Deer. It's police and bread oh. doing their job in one go. <laughs> so basically, it's it's any unidentified body that has been found, and they do that, and they find missing people, stuff like that. But with this one, it's obviously super exciting that they made this identification so many years yes. later. But how did they do it? Why was... You know, it's not just the clothes that are going to give you mm-hmm. this kind of hard and fast, this is who this guy is. I've, what else was it? Oh, it's got to be some DNA, isn't it? It's DNA, but why was his DNA fi- easy-ish uh, to find? Cock. Because of all the... <laughs> his, his kids. We've got his cock print. We've got... Cock and balls. Well, basically, it's what Katie said just now. It is the fact that he came from a family of more men. In the sense that his... <laughs> His grandfather um, was, um, had four wives. Um, so it meant that his family tree was huge and he had hundreds of cousins and other relatives. So basically the DNA Doe project had to sort of find one of his relatives. And they found Lovelace's 87-year-old grandson in 2019 in California. He agreed to take a DNA test and they confirmed that Lovelace was the man in the cave. <gasps> God, imagine learning that so about your great-great-grandfather. <laughs> yeah, uh, we it. for you. I know you'd be gutted, wouldn't you? You'd be yeah. like, I'm pretty sure mine was a war hero, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's fantastic. Isn't it good? Oh, yeah. It's very good. <laughs> it's fantastic. Except for the grandson. Yeah, poor, poor Can guy. Can we do another one? <laughs> Do you know what, guys? I mean, we have come to the end of our true crime this evening. We've still got to have an audience crime, so can I please give it up for the DNA Doe Project? Yeah. Cheers! Cheers! DNA! <coughs> oh, wonderful. Now, we have got just enough time for another audience crime. Oh! Oh! She, she's very aware of where the glass is on stage, so we're going to invite her up. Oh, Do watch my. yourself. Okay. <laughs> she needs to oh, down her drink. Yeah. Give it up for the audience crime! What's your name? My name is Claudia. Hi, Claudia. Claudia, welcome. Thank you. I'm a long-time listener, first-time crimer. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, I know what the crime is. However, there's four culprits. I need some help with solving who the culprit is. Okay. So, the crime was, during my second year of university, my underwear went missing periodically throughout the year. Oh, <laughs> no. Disappear entirely up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be me. I, I feel like I, that's a different crime genre. <laughs> yeah, it's a different crime genre. It's it's a porn that genre. big bush, Hannah. I didn't have quite the same problem. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't have quite the same problem. But okay, okay. Like, I'm just trying to relate, here. Claudia. I'm trying to relate. It's pretty similar. <laughs> we, we've been so. trained on how to treat victims with respect, <laughs> so we're just Sorry. showcasing some of that knowledge that we had in our. Um, seminar so we uh, it was empathy because she can relate yeah culprit number one i will call her sorry i need more information about underwear going missing like i don't know about anybody else missing from where and would it return your drawer so it was okay you know to be fair there were two different places where my underwear would go missing from first it was my drawer Uh second of all we had a little um 
almost like a utility room with the sort of like washer and dryer. Okay. And we had like the clothes horse. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. My underwear would go missing. Are we from talking? There. Did you go to a very poor school? <laughs> we had she had a horse just trotting around with the drying all the knickers. Horse. <laughs> Don't it mind him, don't mind him, he's just drying off bits. No, 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 like, the breeze really helped with yeah. the drying. <laughs> and are we talking Marks and Spencers or is this lovely stuff? Um, are we talking La Senza? <laughs> no, Victoria's Secret, I will admit. Oh! oh! The first rule of Victoria's Secret is not to talk... No, well, talk let's, about it. Let's, like, Claudia, tell us the suspects, because it could be somebody well, that wanted v- nice underwear. <laughs> There Ooh. are four suspects. Okay. Suspect number one. Sorry, I do have to rip my phone. Suspect <laughs> number one, Psycho P for anonymity. I would say their full name, but I don't want to. Okay. You know, yeah. You're quite right. We're yeah, very popular. And Lots is, of yeah. is Psycho P male or female? Psycho- Did you say Psycho Keith? No, Psycho P. P is the first letter of their name, so like, like Psycho P for P. printer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Katie does have an uncle printer. I thought you were saying Psycho uh, Pete. Okay. Psycho no, Pete. So psycho okay. number one is Psycho Printer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For anonymity. So yeah. one, one time I did ask to borrow a pair of socks from them. So perhaps, you know, they stole my underwear in an unspoken, devious exchange of undergarments, which I was simply unaware of. Okay. okay. So they were like, she owes yeah. me. Hasn't she got lovely language? <laughs> Were you doing English? Pardon? Were you studying English? No, I studied law and French. <laughs> she, my friend studied English. You studied law. How did we do tonight? I mean, I think we're pretty good. So, I'm not in criminal law at the moment. Okay. Um, but very well, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I suspected as much. Once you've listened to all the episodes, you'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> I, have, I, have li- I have listened to all the episodes. <laughs> this is your dissertation on how not to do it. <laughs> Okay, so we've got Psycho Printer. Suspect number two. Culprit number two. Sorry, suspect. Yeah, that's right. Suspect number two is (laughs) rugby hashtag lad. Everyone knows they are dodgy. Maybe they have some repressed cross-dressing urges. They have repressed due to their hypertoxic masculinity of the rugby culture at university. I I have heard some interesting tales of um, their socials. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're right. not cases. Yeah. They had their socials at a strip club in Exeter, and I asked them why. What's the socials? What's the socials? Like a sport. <laughs> like every every Wednesday, they would have sports socials. So like an event for the lads. Yeah, just just like going going out going with out, like insane pranks and dares and drinking. No, but I asked them. Yeah, they drink. Basically, they drink each other's weed. They had so. the. They had so. I don't know. You're so upset about rugby players. This is interesting. Yeah. Are they terrible? Yeah. They would. They would. So basically, you hate whales. They would. <laughs> I did not say that. She did say that with her also, eyes. Also, do they? Do these like this is a specific university no, no, I know, type. I know. Probably gotcha. actual rugby players. Don't do okay. that. Okay. Number two, Exeter Rugby Club. Okay. Yes, yes Exeter. But just a bit of background. I asked them why they would have their socials at a strip club, and they told me they had their socials at a strip club because all of the like windows were like blacked out, so they could get naked and no one in the public would see them get naked. But oh. yeah, so that's the rugby lab culture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds lovely. But yeah. also, he might have stolen them to be like a trophy for one of their. Dare and stuff. Actually, a very social place if you think about it. Suspect Um, number three. Suspect number three was um, 
astrophysicist, my housemate, astrophysicist, Dark Horse. Is that his name? No. Oh. We're, protect- <laughs> we're protecting the guilty. Okay. Hi, I'm astrophysicist. <laughs> Suspect number four, me. AKA drunk Claudia. Oh. Me creating drama for myself by sitting in my own underwear. <laughs> and wow. Now, does that sound like something you would do? Uh, well, it depends how well you know me. And <laughs> <laughs> so, copy number four is me, drunk Claudia, creating drama for myself by sitting in my own underwear, hiding it from myself. I have been known to drunk order, uh, so, you know, dr- having a few drinks online shopping, drunk ordering, and then surprise myself when the deliveries turn up in the next few days. What are you ordering? So, what are you ordering? Mixture of things, clothes. Cloves. Do you say? I have some cloves, please. Interestingly, ge- geese eggs. Yeah, 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 quite an interesting Okay. Match. Tell me about it, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I did grow up in the countryside as well, but we didn't have geese, we had dogs, yeah. Dogs. Not hard to grow in an egg. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Dogs are famously hard to grow in the egg. They tend to come as puppies. Um, you know what? That's I'm, true. I don't want to be this guy, but I fear we veered off topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, what I mean... What's what your guys feel? What's yeah, your we feel? need a gut feel from everyone. We've got four suspects. Who, who is the culprit? Guess what? Rug, rugby. Rugby? Astro-fucking-physicist. Astro, why? Yes. I, I want to know why. I think it's drunk Claudia. I, oh! I think uh, it's... You don't know me. You can't accuse me of No, because we've just met. <laughs> I, do you know what? I think it's drunk Claudia too. So that's two against two and one. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, do you know what? Gl- drunk Claudia, who steals the roll up Claudia, I'm sorry, that might have come as a shock to you. I mean, we always get it right on this podcast. (laughs) So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we wrap up this evening, I do hope you'll indulge us for one second because we want to record a video for our Edinburgh show. Oh, God. Uh, I know. Amanda, can you put the lights up? (laughs) Oh! When you agreed agreed to the terms and conditions on Dice, you agreed to be in the video. That's in no way true. I thought Um, there was only two rows of people. It's like all these faces. Is that going to... Oh, look at that. So basically, what I'm going to say is we're Drunk Women Solving Crime, a true crime podcast with a twist on... We're heading to the Edinburgh Finch. Come and be in our audience like these beauties and then just give us a cheer. Maybe do something a bit erotic. I don't know. We're all... Please do. We're laughing and we're learning. We want to go viral. So, hello, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. We are a true crime podcast with a twist. And we are doing Edinburgh Festival from the 5th to the 14th of August at 8.20 at the Underbelly. It's going to be amazing. Come and be in our audience like these legends! I didn't press record. No, I did, I did, I did. I didn't. Thank you so much. You can put the lights down now. It's so nice to see all your faces. Um, But get rid of them. Um, oh, well, we thank can. you so much we for coming. To. And we have just enough yeah. time to ask Lucy Pearman, apart from the uh, gestation of the <laughs> 20 geese, what else are you up to? Who wants to buy some geese? <laughs> Claudia. Claudia. <laughs> they really want uh, geese. I don't... Ha- what am I plugging? My pilot is on BBC iPlayer. Woo! Hey, what's it called? 
tell us called? more. It's called Please Help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a documentary about my life. <laughs> It is so good, and my fiance is in it as well. And so it's like really horrible to you. Toby says to me, "Oh, what's the matter? Broken your fanny again?" <laughs> and then they started filming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please watch it. It's so good. It's such. It's oh, so awesome. good. Oh, We're going to the Baftas in a week. <laughs> and I found what I'm going to wear because there's a picture out there of uh, what's she called, Sunita, with just some pom poms on the nipples. <laughs> couple other knickers and she's ready to go <laughs> see it on the way out because it's, it's so it's, good she's done very well it's a treat Thank well you. um yeah amazing watch that pilot because it's the funniest thing ever i watched it with my parents because toby was in it and i was like do you want to see toby it's like and there's just the biggest dildo i've ever seen in, <laughs> in that episode so um enjoy that um ladies and gentlemen we've been drawing women's time and crime thank you so much for yes, coming thank out thank you for being in our video and thank you Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 